Yo, yo, Brandon here from the One Shot Podcast. We do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to our first podcast. I just wanted to throw this intro in right before the main part of the episode. So yeah, let's get into it. The One Shot Podcast by Team Havoc. The audio experience starts now. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome to the One Shot Podcast. Yes, the One Shot Podcast. Your host, Saucy and Shield. Let's get into this shit, man. Let's go. I'm excited. So how you doing, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited for this podcast. I know we got a lot of questions, and we just kind of want to shake up the esports community with doing this podcast, so I'm excited for it. Most definitely, most definitely. We got a lot to talk about, man. A lot to talk about. Let's get it. Okay, so what do you want to start first? We got, you know, people want us to rank Cold War between the other Call of Duties. We got, Ooh. you know our own personal opinions on what the next card is going to be like. We okay. got, shit, there's a Battlefield question here. Someone asked, do they think the battle, new Battlefield 6 will be bigger will be bigger than the next card? And if it potentially rise to be the number one in the FPS genre. So we got some good questions there. We got some good questions. Then we um, got some league updates, like what we think about, you know, uh, Call of Duty League matches, how Call of Duty has been since it moved over to PC for competitive. So we got a lot to talk about. All right, let's start off. Uh, let's just let's start off from the top. I like that first question: the uh, Cold War amongst the other Call of Duties. To be honest, shit, there's a lot of Call of Duties. I mean, I've been playing since fucking World at War. That was the first Call of Duty I ever played. Right. Um, but I went back and played the Big Red One on GameCube with the little Wii, the white Wii. So I'm I'm been I've been around this for a little bit. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, I've been I've been at it um, for a while. I actually got my uh, quote unquote career started through uh, MW2 back in 2010. So you know, 11 years ago now. So what we're looking at, I think I think there's um, there's a lot to think about when you when you ask a question like where does it rank? Because what are we talking about? Are we talking about multiplayer? Are we talking about the whole body of work? What, we, what do you think the question is really? If it was about to categorize this, I personally. I do the two sections, multiplayer, let's, let's break down multiplayer and campaign. Oh, right. okay. Uh, I think we can start with campaign-wise. Campaign-wise, um, in my personal opinion, out of all the call, top qualities, it's not, it's not going to be ranked too high for me. A, because, you know, the original Black Ops series, the, uh, the, the characters that made the series, Frank Woods, Alex Mason, they all got replaced. Hudson Weaver, they all got replaced by these new guys. Yeah, and you know, um, and the campaign was a little bit loopy. I mean, I mean, Treyarch already make loopy games, but um, it was interesting for sure. I all the Call of Duty that's ever been made, it, it goes. I'm, I'm probably gonna put it 12. 12. 12. See, I'm I'm not, I'm trying to I'm trying to think like how the how to even rank it right in terms of numerical. I I I I'd rather just say this. Um, when you talk about the great campaigns, the Black Ops one, the World at War, the Modern Warfare threes, I, I I put those in like my top my top three. If I'm missing one, it's just way left field. I'm sorry for for having a, a fitting out there, but I don't care. But at the end of the day, this campaign, you like you said, it's a little it's a little funky. It's it's a little weird. But what do you expect? It's a Black Ops game, and it's a modern Black Ops game. Have you? So you're you're not going to get that nostalgic um, 
you know, what do the numbers mean, Mason? You're not going to get that nostalgic crossover. Um, you saw you, you saw Call of Duty try to do that last year with, you know, getting uh, Captain Price back into the mix, and it kind of worked, right? Because it was a, but it yeah, I almost would. I mean, that was a lot of people have their thoughts about that campaign. I almost enjoyed that campaign more than this one. I, I enjoy definitely enjoy Modern Warfare. It um, Modern Warfare was the first series series of Call of Duty I've ever played. That's also when I really started taking uh, competitive Call of Duty seriously. Um, so that the Modern Warfare series is like a big part of my childhood and a big part of like what got me in the gaming for money and turning into shit. So uh, yeah, I definitely right. think that can be better this one. Yeah, so I guess now I'm kind of like shaping up to multiplayer. One thing you got to be careful of. Because when a lot of people talk about their favorite Call of Duty, they 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 put the emotions behind it too. Because there's a lot of times when you were in your, um, you know, you would be in your high time of playing, uh, what probably high school, middle school, somewhere in that that time frame, right? And you're just right. having the time of your life, no worries. Of course, you're gonna might you might rank Call of Duty's higher there uh, during those times. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you mine. So personally. I'm going to, I'm going to do, this is tough. Now I'm going to put, I'm going to do my top four, my top. How about that? Coming in at number four for me, it's going to be ghost. Number four would be ghost. Okay. Ghost was interesting, especially in the competitive scene. I can definitely see that. Number three would be modern warfare too. And I might get a lot of flack for this right here, but number two, I'd put modern warfare in there. Now, let me the explain myself. Warfare? The recent Modern Warfare. And let me explain myself. The way they've in, they were able to integrate between Warzone and then have all the different types of specialties and move like not moves, specialties, different ways they integrated with like culture, different ways they integrated different playlists, how they integrated with GBs directly on the platform, all the different nostalgia maps like Rust, etc. I, I think it, it, they did a really, really, really good job. And there's a reason why there's still a lot of people playing that game over Cold War right now. And I know this is kind of evading the question, where am I ranking the Cold War game? And number one, I would just put Black Ops 2. It's an all-time. And for Cold War, though, you know, I've played it. I've, I've watched it. I've seen it. I, I would say it's in the middle in terms of, like, the Call of Duties. I would, I would put them in the middle right now there's still like we got like six or seven more months of this game seeing how it develops but right now i'd probably put it like at seven or eight interesting okay uh if i had to do a top 10 of quality more break on their multiplayers top 10 in in or from going from 10 to 1 there you go number mm -hmm. 10 i'm gonna say my top 10 is the original modern warfare Number nine would probably be Ghost. Ghost was really fun. It was enjoyable for me. Um, number eight, I'd probably put um, Black Ops, the original Black Ops. Number seven would definitely be um, Advanced Warfare. Number six, Black Ops 3. And then coming from to my top five, definitely Modern Warfare, uh, three, two. So two is four. 
Number three would probably be um. I like Black Ops Four personally. Yeah. Um, but Black Ops One would definitely be my top one. And then um, if you count Modern Warfare Remastered, I didn't really play too much Infinite Warfare, but I played the Remastered version of uh, the okay. original Modern Warfare. A lot. But Cold War is not even in my top ten. I hate this Damn. game. So it's it's so undeveloped. It's, it's it's like the it's like they just put out a game. It's like all right, this is just something for y'all here. Take this. Just give me your money and take this. That's exactly how I feel like they did that game. And I think I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I think the only reason I would put it in the middle, and this is nothing against the other Call of Duties. It's just where the time is now. Obviously, as I was talking about with Modern Warfare, I mean, but the uh, the one that came out last year, number two for me. This game has also that same type of integrations. Like they have so many different integrations, the COD League and different things. It kind of makes it, you know, for me and for others, it makes it fun to play because you have all these different things you can do. Now, if you stack a World at War or like an older Call of Duty in the same time period, like if World at War came out in 2021, no one's ever played it. Imagine the different game modes. Imagine the different things we could do with that time frame. That would be crazy. Now we can't. We'll never know. But that's. I think Cold War is hyped up more because of the integrations and all the game modes they do. If it didn't have that, oh, it would probably. Yeah, for me too, it wouldn't even been in the top ten. So right. I'm excited though to see where it goes because, like I said, yeah, six, seven more months of fun things to see uh, in terms of like what this game does. So I'm I'm hoping for something really really nice to happen around the summertime right all right so that's it for that one now we got to move on to the next question what do we think the next call of duty could be i know this is a big one i know the rumors just are really circulating you know because they recently came out saying it's gonna be another world war ii era call of duty and everybody was like ah oh, no 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 so you know we're gonna see how that goes what's what, what you think so you can take you could take this so many different ways I don't think it's going to be a modern warfare, obviously. Um, even though you could probably stretch the, the timelines and stuff, I don't think it's going to be a modern warfare. I, it's obviously not going to be anything to do with Black Ops. So then you're left in kind of that void because you don't have like this futuristic game. You don't have this um, the series of the Black Ops or the modern warfare. So you're kind of left. You're like, it, it has two. I, I say they have really two really big opportunities here. If I was behind the uh, the develop, development, okay, you could do some sort of um, off brand of one of the other campaigns, like Ghost. Not necessarily like a Ghost Two, but something like that. Like imagine a character from one of the bigger games, most likely like a Modern Warfare, a one or two. Imagine a storyline surrounding them, and you know, in the 1990s or something. There's you have that as an I would say as a plot line. Now, what I think is most likely how they're going to do it, I think they're going to do something to do with, with the timelines in between like 20, uh, 2008, and, or not 2008, like 2004 and 2021. Right. And what I mean by that is I feel like there's going to be some sort of like guerrilla warfare, CIA, kind of like Black Ops, but I think it's going to be like modern day, almost hitman type, type of game now who knows i might be way off but that's just 
Maybe that's something I want to see. I want to see something different in the, in the series, maybe more special right. forces, because that's something we've, we've always had like the SEAL Team 6, or not the SEAL Team 6, but the SEAL Team and all that stuff. But maybe working off some sort of guerrilla warfare would be something interesting to see. Personally, I think, well, this, in my interpretation of this, is you got to look at the studios. Anybody knows if any war makes modern Call of Duty, Treyarch is the past and Sledgehammer is the future. That's always how the cycle's been. Um, recently, they just switched it up. But according to Activision, man, I got to, don't quote me on this, but from what I've been hearing from uh, people in the community, Sledgehammer is going back and staying just in the future presence. Personally, I think that we're going to get not another advanced warfare, which wouldn't be too bad because right now, you know, it seems kind of kind of tired of modern shooters in the past. Yeah. So I'd say we get like an advanced movement, kind of like Black Ops uh, 3-ish, but not too much of advanced warfare. Um, with a new story on, new plot, new characters, and we just see how that goes, you know. It's like not far-fetched. It's not, because, you know, with the way everything's moving right now, shit, we can, like, they can go so many different ways. So, now, if you look at the other FPSs, I mean, that's kind of like, all right, so maybe some of these aren't as, you know, as the same type of gameplay, but if you look at the ones that are adjacent right now, um, we'll see what happens with Halo Infinite. Um, but then, of course, Valorant, bro. Like, when you see, when you, when you talk to a, a lot of people in the esports community, Valorant is so young in the development of how it's growing. And maybe with that, of course, you have Destiny. Of course, you have a lot of other games. That futuristic movements, that you have abilities, you have special movements, you have all this type of stuff. It kind of creates like a bubble to where you have to be very skilled to play the game. Obviously, Fortnite is a great example. You can't just be, oh, I'm a really good shot. No, you have to know movement, building, all that other stuff. Right. And a lot of people who aren't good at that type of gameplay, they flock to a simpler FPS, which isn't a knock at them, but it's just the reality of the situation. Now, if Call of Duty wants to move towards like a, okay, you're going to have to have your hands on like three buttons to be able to you know, manifest a kill, well, then who knows maybe you'll get a lot of cross players from other games start to you know enjoy call of duty more but you run the risk like i know a lot of people i i um of course during my high school years um infinite warfare advanced warfare all of that type of stuff even with the the back end of the black ops 3 4 you started seeing more advanced movements which a lot of players that i had played you know three or four years with which are used to that Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 3 gameplay, they flocked to different, you know, different games and they didn't enjoy it. But maybe that's just the evolution of the game. So it'll be interesting to see. Of course, all this is hypothetical. They, <laughs> they could just make something totally left field that we didn't even you know, think about. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. All right, all right. I like that. Well, well you know, we got, like what you said, six more marks. And, you know, teachers oh, yeah. start, start coming in within the next two, three months. So we'll definitely, definitely see if, you know, where these predictions go. All right. So the next question, this is a juicy one I got asked a lot. It was, uh, do you think the 
the next Battlefield game, potentially being called Battlefield 6, will be bigger than the next COD? Or can it take over the FPS genre? <laughs> so, me personally, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> me personally, I do. Because Call of Duty on the last couple of years has been a steep, steep incline to the franchise. And then them releasing this broken ass game that is Cold War is not helping anybody. <laughs> like it's just turning off more and more people. I hope Battlefield 6 finally gets the recognition it deserves so it can just go crazy. Yeah. Was it? Okay. So for me, I'd have to disagree with you. And this is why. Okay. So if you look at, first off, look at, if you look at the games that came out, it, this has been the overall, first off, this has been the overall or argument since the beginning. Uh, if you look at Battle for Bad Company uh, 2, Battle for 3, Battle for 4, 5, and now, of course, what we're getting into, the 6. If you look at all those games that came out, the Battlefields, and then you put them up against the Call of Duties that also came out during that time period, okay, Battlefield wins in advanced gameplay. There's a tank coming to your left. There's a plane flying above you. Okay, I get that. Now, realism. Battlefield wins that again. Graphics. Battlefield wins that again. Communication. Strategy. Battlefield wins that one again. So, if that's what we're focusing on, I agree with you 100%. But the problem is, if you look at the data and the numbers, every Call of Duty that has ever matched up the same year against the Battlefield has destroyed the Battlefield in numbers. Now, I know that was then and this is now, but where I see is Call of Duty is also evolutionizing. They're, they are changing as well. As you saw the last two years with introduction of the COD League, Never have you ever seen esports at its prime until today to where there's teams with like an integrated league that is mainstream. League of Legends has always had that. There's always been the phase and optic, but they were more or less communities until right. the last couple of years. Of course, they had their, in an, uh, their little teams that they competed with, but never have they ever had the type of fan bases and the type of teams. Now, how can Battlefield capitalize? Now, if they can integrate, if they can integrate with personalities, if they can integrate with teams very well, I agree with you. But the attention is what the, where everything goes. So if there's a lot of marketing, a lot of coverage on this next Call of Duty or whatever comes out, or the Call of Duty that's out now, more coverage, more what's happening now. I don't mm. think Battlefield has a chance. I think it's still going to be a great, great game. I just think it's, once again, going to be underrated and it won't stack up to that highly marketed, highly anticipated Call of Duty, even though a lot of Call of Duties are, you know, the same. Like, they're all siblings, right? There's not, they, they look the same, they play the same. They're, there's a few different versions of them differently, but at the end of the day, I just don't think it's going to get that attention that Call of Duties are going to get. And that's going to hurt the chances of it taking over uh, as the FBS game. Now, Fortnite, though, like, like I was going to bring back Fortnite. Fortnite's not a first-person shooter. But it's not. when you, yeah, you can, you can, 
you can definitely you can definitely rock with it but when it comes to popularity games can obviously become very popular but right. in a category that we're talking about it's very very hard to dethrone the king of call of call of duty with that brand but right. that's my take i, I, I don't know because you know really it's like and you gotta look at it like this the new the new generation of consoles just came out too that's always been a big war too especially when they came to battlefield and call of duty so when you think about Battlefield 6, that's the potential name of it, is going to be released on the new Xbox PC and the new PS5. Think about how Call of Duty is going to have to integrate. Because you got to remember, now that the next-gen consoles are coming out, it's either it's either we're going to make this game just for you know PS4 and PS5, or we're just going to stick to dominantly the new-gen consoles. Right. And I think with Battlefield just going primarily to them targeting the new consoles and the PC, I think it opens up some more money options in terms of uh for call of duty because if they do what they did with this game or black ops 3 where they made it another gen version a less uh another version for a lesser gen then um they could they could possibly still hold their kingdom right yeah it's just interesting because this it's always it's always fun to see how games do on the first round of a new console like who would have like, for example, this one, right? You have, you can play it on Xbox One. You can play it on a series. You can play it on a PS4 or five. You can obviously play it on a PC. So there's so many different variations. It's hard. It's very hard to say what how a game's gonna do that first year because it's almost like an experiment. So, you know, like, I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Right, all right, moving on to the next and next question. Well, this is the last question. Um, oh, what do you think about Call of Duty moving over to PC for competitive? And yeah. how does it, how will this affect the league going forward? And what are our thoughts? All right, so this is my thoughts on how I think it's going to roll. So, first off, I think that there's going to be there's there's layers of tournaments in PC. So I think I think there's going to be mainstream PC is about to become mainstream anyway with the ways that you can integrate um, you know a build. You can basically have your own personalized build. It's more customizable. It's it's kind of it's kind of it, it makes sense. It makes sense to have a PC for maximum uh, efficiency. So you know tr I think true gamers people who actually have a, a will to, to want to improve, uh, to increase their ability to win, understand that. They understand the specs matter. Even though your Xbox and your PlayStation, they're technically computers, but they can only do as much as they can, and it's not easy to customize that. Now, it's a lot easier to do that hardware customizations in an actual PC. Now, regarding the the league and moving forward and call of duty on pc i think you're going to have a situation where you're going to have people kind of like how it is now you're going to have people play xbox and playstation just like you have mobile gamers and you have all this other stuff you're always going to have that crowd of people for tournaments and for cod league it might not be this year it might not be next year but eventually they're going to have regulations to where you can only use pcs 
and they're gonna have software on these PCs. They're gonna have everything where you know it's it's fair, everything like that. Now, we'll see how it goes because of course you can do two things with a PC. You can play mouse and keyboard, or you can use a controller. So you just don't know how they're gonna do it. But my opinion is I think they're going to move towards a PC only um, landscape for competitive. So anyone that wants to be competitive, well, they're going to buy a PC. They're going to start training. They're going to start working, you know, with a PC. So I think it's going that way. That's my thoughts. Okay. I think that um, is definitely, uh, personally, me being a account player for as long as I've been an account player, I don't, I don't like the integration. Of a, because you got people who's trying to become aspiring pros, playing for challengers clubs, money, and they got to do it in six call days and have an active anti-cheat software. They just have a little shadow band thing system going on. It just brings in too many cheaters. Like you, you could be in a match for like $15,000 online or even be on a level of pros and think about someone who has aimed by wall hacks. And there's nothing you can do about it because Call of Duty doesn't have an anti-cheat system. I feel it, it, it undermines the competitive nature because I could, it's so easy to import cheats in. Um, I, I do, and I do want to let you. Uh, I do want to uh, notate though that, of course, they do have abilities to censor or find. You know, if if you are using, they they do updates. Obviously, they they do find um, the people that are using it, not just manual reports. Anything, obviously, anything that you can you can download on on your uh, your console, your PC that is being registered and the uh, servers are going to pick up unusual movement or anything like that. I do know that there's, I just know they don't, they don't have it in such a way because it's so hard. I do know one thing I do know from owning uh, a couple servers before it's so hard to, um, to have an anti cheat system within a server and make it auto detect. Because what if a, a you know what if a player just does a, a movement weirdly, or does something very fast because they you know they they did it they just did it fast. Well, depending on how the variables are set up, if it's super obvious to the system, it may pick it up. But it's so hard to set like the benchmark of that. And then, secondly, you're always gonna like depending on like I know the crossover and everything. The uh, oh I don't want to play with PC players because you know they have the ability to just download. Um, you know, a cheat software. Well, I mean, there's more and more integrations with like Cronus Maxes and different things for like console players too, right? So I think you just got to pick your poison. Right. Okay. Um, I just would not mind seeing since Call of Duty started out on console, I wouldn't mind seeing it going back to, um, consoles for competitive. And to be honest, I wish they would integrate a system even for like, not even for just for multiplayer competitive, but even for Warzone to where crossplay is only for PC. Like you have to turn it on to play with people that plays PC. I feel like the new consoles should be able to play together. Now, I mean, possibly even if they can PlayStation and Sony, PlayStation and uh, Microsoft can work it out getting even priced together and just play without even having that crossplay because it's just console to console. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I see that. 
but that was, you know, that was all the questions we had. Well, there you go. Um, so obviously guys, this was the uh, first installment of our podcast and we got more to come. We're just going to, uh, you know, we'll have Q and a, we'll, we'll have guests on. We'll talk about current events that's happening in the esports world. We'll have lots to talk about in the future. And uh, we got a lot to, to look at saucy for future episodes. A lot. It only goes up from here, man. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, guys, I do appreciate and saucy me and him both. We appreciate you guys tuning in and until next time, it's the one shot podcast. One shot. We out.